Welcome back to Intense Podcast. I'm Gustav Rivera, and I'm sitting in the Kenny Moore Sports Studio, and across from me is Adam Nielsen. Um, we are back. That's all I got. We're just back. Yeah. <laughs> week two in a row, Ravi. That's good, because it won't be next It's week. been a while since we've done two shows in a row. No, it has not. It hasn't it, though? No. We, we were pretty consistent, like two on, maybe one off, two on. Ish. I feel like we do a lot of one-on, one-offs. No, we don't do that a lot. Not a lot. I think we do it more than you think we do. No, I think we do it less, and they just complain really loud. That's fair. That's <laughs> probably fair. They've become accustomed to it. They don't complain as much as they used to. That's fair. They, Yeah, they do. No, they don't complain as much where's as... My, where's my free podcast? Like, do the first, like... 200 episodes-ish, we were almost every... We, we almost never missed a show. No, we went year, like almost a year. For sure a year. We did over a year. I think we did probably two years without missing a show. Like the only time we had missed it for like major holidays, like Christmas. Yeah. That was because that just would be a bit, bit of a challenge. It's just too much. Yeah. So... Yeah, now I just do it whenever. We I like mean, <laughs> you get what you get. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's not my fault. Yeah. It's not like I mean, it kind of is, but it's not... It's not like we're putting on a Patreon and making you pay for it. Yeah, and then if you not were, showing if up. you're really that mad about it, then talk to my boss. Yeah, don't don't talk to my boss. <laughs> like seriously, don't don't do that. We do enough. Somebody would. Like, yeah, he's not podcasting. You enough. know what I mean? <laughs> somebody would. Somebody would like figure out who my boss is somehow, or someone that knows your boss that li- like. That I don't know. think there's very many people that listen. That know my boss. There's enough people that know my boss that listen that if I would make. Well, that I don't joke, have any coworkers that listen. <laughs> you don't know that. I mean, you're, you're not wrong, but I don't <laughs> think I do. You might. None of them are open about it. That's until you say something that offends them. Then I work with a open. bunch of kids. So, yeah. so, so that's I'm, our best. Our main. Uh, I have a couple of like twenty-one to twenty-three-year-old kids. Yeah. And one of them like does not grasp that I am not even remotely his age. No, you're the same age. That like I'm more I'm a I I probably am way closer to his mom and dad's age than his. No. I'm 35, dude. That's almost a 15 year difference. I don't like to I don't want to have this conversation right now. If you think about it, I don't want to have this conversation. It's kind of a. I don't want. To, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but yesterday, yesterday he's like, "Listen to the. Have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album?" I'm like, no. Why would I do that? Do, do you know who? Seriously, dude. There's a, like, there's a new Taylor Swift. He's album? like, of all. I'm like, of all the things. Think about all the things you know about me. Like you've you've heard most of my musical tastes. You know how much of a curmudgeon old man I am. Yeah. Like, think about that question. Think about everything you know about me. And then think about that question again. Like, do you think I fucking listened to the new Taylor Swift album? Did you even knew there was a new uh, know there was a new album? No, I didn't. I didn't realize that until just now. There's, I only know this because of him. Right? <laughs> but like, some some girl that was on iCarly, which I guess was a Disney. That was, that was, no, it was no, it was a Nick, Disney channel. I thought it was Nickelodeon. No, it was definitely a Disney channel. Okay, it was show. Disney. I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely never a Disney, watched it. Definitely a Disney Channel show. I don't think she was the main character. I just think she was one of the characters. And apparently, she wrote this big tell-all book about how much she hated it and how much her mom forced her into it and all this stuff. Isn't this one with the the brunette girl and the blonde girl? I'm slice fucking clue, dude. I don't remember. 
No, wait, I'm, I'm thinking something else. I don't have any idea. I didn't watch any of that shit. But apparently she wrote this big tell-all book that just came out here like a month or two ago, right? Okay. And he's like, dude, have you read the book by <laughs> such and such? I don't even fucking remember what her name is. I was like, no, no, I have not. Like, I've listened to it on Audible. He's like, he's like dude, it's such a tearjerker. I was like. A 21-year-old dude is saying this to you? Yes. All right. He was really upset that he couldn't get Carrie Underwood tickets. What 21-year-old can afford Carrie Underwood tickets? For the fair. She was at the fair this year. Oh. And he the, could probably afford those. The company I work for gives away tickets. Oh, that'd be cool. To like every concert. Wait, you guys Slipknot tickets? No, because they disappear like that. Oh. Because the problem is, is that they send a company-wide email, right? Yep. And they go, we have all these tickets for such and such. A, we have four tickets for this person and six tickets for this person. And like the cheaper the show is, the more t- number of tickets they have for that show. Makes sense. And then everybody who's sitting at their desk waiting for the next email to come in so they have something to do because they're <laughs> office people, see that and go, yep, I need these tickets. And then when I see it three hours later, they're, gone. they're all gone. I, the only one I could have gone to this year was... Um, <sighs> Was it ZZ Top? No, it wasn't ZZ Top. It was... Um, yeah, it was one of those bands. It was one of those bands. And that was the only one that was left by the time I saw the email. I figured you'd be super excited about that. No. Are you going to Journey when they're in town? I would go to Journey. That would be great. They'll be at, they'll be at Wells Fargo. I can't afford Journey. I don't know when, but I heard on the radio. I can't imagine that they're even remotely affordable. No. But anyway, this kid's trying to talk me into reading this book, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't know who she is, and I could not possibly care less about this girl. Like, right. her existence or non-existence affects my life day-to-day, zero, nil, yep. none. Don't care about her tell-all book about how much she hates her mom. I don't care. No. Also, don't need to read books that are going to make me, quote-unquote, Tear jerk. Like, I, I don't want that. Have you read The Art of Racing in the Rain? Adam? That's totally different. That's totally acceptable. That one, man, it gets you. I'm sure it does. I haven't watched the movie yet. The movie's okay. So Just didn't get a great budget. But. Yeah, well, it's, it's a, a racing movie. It's fine. It's a racing chick flick. Of course it got a terrible budget. Because you don't really need a, a decent budget for a chick flick. They're all the same. Right. Here's a two million dollar budget. Make but they're the same like movie. they're like cars, gross. We don't. Nobody watches those. No, it's got a dog in it. Though. It's not Fast and the Furious. Uh, everybody fucking watches those. It just, need, it just needs to end. It just needs to end. I, do people still go and watch it? They're making like eleven of them. I know, but do people still watch them? They go to the theater and they get like a billion dollars on, on opening night. I haven't seen like the last three. I'll probably see the last three, five or six. How many are they at now? I don't know. We've argued about this before. I saw part. I, I, I forced myself through seven. The last one I saw, and I didn't see all of it. Was five. Was the one where they jumped the car from one building to the other. That's seven. And I don't know that I ever saw six. Six is in Europe. It's got the little, that's got the car that flips them in the air. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. So. Jason, is that yeah, the Jason, first one with Jason, Jason Statham? Statham? Yeah. Okay. Is that the first one without Paul Walker? No. Or is the one where the, no, because he's the one who jumps the car to the other building. Yes. So is that the last one with Paul Walker? Yes, because like 
the whole movie does that, and then like the ends like a like a five minute montage, right? Where, like, where they like that's the tearjerker part. Split, yeah. They split lanes and go separate ways. Yeah. on that mountain road, and and Charlie Puth plays his piano song. Yeah, yeah. It's that's a, yeah. It's a long day seven? without his friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's seven, and then eight. I started because I felt obligated, uh-uh. and I shut that shit right no. off. Yep. No, I don't and feel I think, any I think obligation is, to these movies anymore. And then nine, right? and then nine has been released. What? Because then they go to fucking space. I feel like they actually did go. Like that was always the joke. Yeah, yeah. The and next, then they did. They, they did it. And th- isn't there one? There's, there's. I think there's, where they do submarine stuff. I think that's. I, that's eight. Is that eight? And then in nine they go to space, or do they take submarines I didn't, to space? I didn't. I didn't watch nine at all. Is there even cars in nine? I have no idea. And I think there's like two tens. I think they're doing like a two, like they're doing episode ten or whatever. But it's like a two parter. Part one and two, kind of like what what uh, Hunger Games did with their last movie. That could have been like wouldn't know. It could have been one, but they made like six of them. Wouldn't know. Yeah. So then I saw something that Cody Walker, Paul Walker's uh, brother, brother, posted that they're going to bring Brian back in one of those last movies. So I basically almost threw my phone when I saw that. I was like, No, we're fucking done here. <laughs> <laughs> We can't do it. I'm, you, <laughs> how do we get here? I don't know, man. This is the Kanga Motorsports introduction, presented by Kanga Motorsports. Oh, we were. I was <laughs> bitching about kids these days. Kids these days. Kids yes. these days. Yep, they're the worst. They ain't no good. No. Hey, you know, uh, last week we talked about factory fabrication. Yeah, the cage. Yep. So. Uh, all of our theories were wrong, obviously, because it's not for dogs. It's not for. I thought for sure it was it's for dogs. Definitely not for human trafficking. No, it's that was that was for sure ruled out right away. I feel like Booney wouldn't knowingly partake in that. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so last week um, we talked about factor fabrication. Like we always joke about making if you need to get caged yeah, or railed. Caged or railed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this person did need to be caged. So they built this cage in the back of their big is, van. Oh, is it? Uh, is it like um, a Hannibal Lecter sort of situation? No, I. Th- oh, damn See, it. I th- I thought this would be like you know hunting dogs. You put them in the back, but then that's like, a pretty hardcore cage for hunting. It's dogs. awfully big. And then, are they Bigfoot catchers? That'd be sweet. <laughs> but no, he he put a bunch of logic to it, and he's like. Have you ever toured uh, as a band member? Which, of course, I haven't because I have no musical talent at all. Zero. I barely have enough speaking talent, let alone singing talent. Um, but apparently, going to places like New York City, Chicago, as a musician, having your instruments in the back of a van that's not locked in a cage, not the best choice. So ha- once you get your instrument stolen a couple times, you build a fucking cage. Oh, that's way less fun. I know, but it's so it's so practical. It makes perfect sense. It is. It's very practical. It makes a lot of sense, but it's a lot less fun than Bigfoot Hunter. Yes. But, so yeah, if you need to, if you I are a touring music- squatching, squatching, squatching. I've seen like a bunch of do- there's a bunch of documentaries on that, but I've never watched them. Yeah, real world documentaries. Yeah. So if you need to, if you're a traveling musician and you need to have your stuff locked in a cage, Booney will hook you up. I also appreciate the fact that uh, anytime someone posts in like a local group or track Midwest <laughs> and they're like, you know, who can make a cage, who can do cages locally for race cars and factory fabrication always gets tagged. Yeah. I want to be like, use the code 10 tenths, but like 
they're not going to get it. That guy, that guy <laughs> who posted, the guy who posted in Track Midwest, he said he's from Ames. Yep. But I did some some Facebook stalking. He ain't from Ames. I don't know, but I've, he. How do, how do we not know it? He lives in Ames. He's clearly at some level a car guy because he wants a car caged. Yep. We have zero friends in common. What? How's that possible? Uh, maybe because I'm 35 and he's not, so that might be how we uh, managed it. But yeah, you'd think at least one. Kids these days. Kids these days. <laughs> man, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, if you need to get caged or real, tax fabrication. Woot. Heck yeah, we just jumped right into this. Just sweet advertising. We're so good at it too, frankly. It's it's so smooth. Like I, the transitions are flawless. <laughs> I don't mean to, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but like my transitions are top notch. Okay, there's probably a joke in there somewhere, but I'm I'm just yeah. it's not worth it. No, I'm terrible at jokes. Should we? Uh, can I can I bitch about my Honda? Sure. Everybody told me buy a Honda. Yeah, you never have to work on it. Be the last thing you ever buy. I fucking hate this Honda. No, it's, you don't hate it. You always talk about how perfect it is. It's like, pretty high up. Stow and go seating. It doesn't have stow and go seating, Robbie. The caravan did. The caravan did. The caravan folded flat from front to back. God, that'd be nice. It was so good. So the Honda Odyssey doesn't have stowing. Honestly, like this might be my least favorite daily driver I've ever owned. Does the does the focus and, count? Yes, it, that counts. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd, I mean, well, I didn't know if you counted. I mean, it like as a your, as a family. Okay, I didn't know as if they a counted as yours. Like since Katie and I have been together. Okay. And I've been providing her transport. Because for a few years I didn't have to be the transport provider. Yes, but then now we now I I have to buy the things. Yes, technically I, I didn't buy the Focus. No, she did. Yes, and then I did. Right, and it has bailed me out so many times. Uh, well, you put a lot more effort into it than I was willing to put into that, it. That is fair. I did do way more than I thought I would. I was way past that point in my life. Kind of at that point with a Mini Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the more you look at it, the more spite grows inside of you. And you're just like the farther from yep. ever wanting to touch it again you become. Yeah. Then the I, look at, look I, look at, I look at the Z and all the things I want to do to that and all the things we have planned for the NPL one I'm like, I don't know when the fuck I'm even going to get time to do this. Or care enough to sell, 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 Robbie. Somebody wants it. Maybe a fair offer. It's yours. Yeah. So anyway, uh, to be to be totally transparent and fair here, I don't think it's so much that I don't like the Odyssey as I don't like this one. That's fair. Like I think if I had a good one, it would have been fine. But I don't think I got a good one. You didn't get a lemon, though. No. And what's really frustrating for me is that I I feel like, so... This is bothering me. I'm going to fix it. Okay. I don't know what we're fixing. Robbie's fixing a thing. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, I feel like the van... So the reason I bought this one, the J35 engine that's in there, the V6 that's in those cars... Yeah, it's got a great flat vehicles. tune on it, just out of out of the yeah, factory, straight from the factory. It's a great for GLTC. It's a fucking race car. That's man. what everybody tells me. Yeah, uh, I mean they're not in GLTC anymore, but hey, there's a couple in there. Well, yeah, but the ones that were so oh yeah gung ho for it, well, and they changed the rules. <laughs> but um, they have you have to replace the timing belt all the time in them. Like I don't remember like every sixty thousand. Yeah, it's sixty or seventy thousand or whatever it is, right? Okay, and. Um, I really wanted one off the bat that had some timing belt life left on it. 
And like more than one of them that I looked at that had over a hundred thousand miles on it. And I'd ask these people and they've owned it for 10 years or whatever. They're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know which we never replaced the timing belt. That's, that's, ah! a, that's a maintenance thing. Ah! <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not buying your vehicle. You know, we, we looked at five or six of these fucking, I, I do remember that. And the one that I bought, I bought because he had the paperwork to back up the fact that he had put a timing belt in it like 15,000 miles earlier. And so it still had a decent amount of life left on the timing belt. Yep. So I, because that was like, I, I don't want to deal with this. Right. It's, it's worth the extra money up front. Right. And honestly, we didn't pay more for that one than we did, than we would have for the other ones I was looking at. And I tried to negotiate on a couple of the ones that we had looked at before a slightly reduced price to, offset the amount of money I was going to have to spend getting a timing belt put in it. Right. And they weren't having that because, well, it's never been a problem for us. Yeah, it's because when it is, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's kaput. Yeah, it's not a problem until it is, and then you're fucked. Yep. That, that motor's junk. Yep. So, like, that's not a good argument given the situation here. No, it's all or nothing. Yeah. And we're we are approaching nothing. Yeah. Dude, like, some <laughs> of them I looked at, I'm like, maybe you shouldn't drive this home. Like... If you want to sell this, you just leave it right here and don't move it because you might not make it home before that time your belt goes, nah, bro, I'm done. Nah. Because you can pop a little access cover yeah, it's right it. there. Yeah, it. Some of those were ticking time bombs. I believe that. In, like way too much. So we bought this one and I knew it had a few problems, but like whatever. Yeah, and they've just been, it's just been really frustrating. Just to work on or like the well, problems so, you had? So my caravan, which was a real hunk of shit, and I knew coming into it that was so a real you, you hunk got of it, shit. You got it for pretty cheap. I got it super cheap, yeah. but it was a real hunk of shit. I knew it coming in and it was, and it treated me just, just accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't filled with false promises and hope. No, it, it was, was just, I, ex- I, ex- my expectations were low <laughs> and it met them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, but like, so it had the power sliding rear doors. Yep. But you there's a there's an on off switch for them. And when you shut the switch off, it like completely disengaged the motor so they just slid open and closed freely like one that didn't oh. have power on it. I don't think I've ever seen that. The Odyssey, it has power sliding doors and you can shut them on turn them on and off as well. Huh. But then when you turn it off, you gotta like push against the engine or against the motor. To open and close the door, and it's so like difficult. Yeah, super heavy. They're like, oh, well, why would you ever want to shut off? Well, because when it's fucking cold, for some reason, it doesn't work. Does it like make noise like it's trying to? No. Or? So it will like start to close, and, and this only happens when it's cold. Okay. It'll start to close, it'll get about halfway, and it'll just say, nah, bro, I'm done. It'll just stop. And then you got to pull it shut the rest of the way. And then for some reason, it doesn't think the door is closed. And so oh. when you put it in drive, this buzzer goes off. And as soon as you flip the power switch, yep. the buzzer shuts off. So it's like reset the fact that it closed? Oh, weird. I don't know. So like in the winter time, you let Logan in and like eight times out of ten, the door will close all the way. It's passing. But ten times out of ten, that buzzer won't shut off. Oh. So literally what you do is you open the driver's door, you flip the switch to turn it on, you push the button, the door open button. Logan gets in, he can close the door, but then before you put it in drive, you got to flip the 
power button so that the doors aren't engaged. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll just beep at you. Oh. For hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, it it'll never, never stop. No. And then here, a few months ago, the other door started dragging. Past it, the driver's side door. The driver's side door. And you could hear it like... It sounded like something was in, like there was gravel stuck in the track or something, Ooh. and and it like just grinded, and it would get part way and it get stuck, and it open itself back up, and and I, I dude, I looked all over, I like nothing in the track, took it to the car wash and just fucking sprayed the living <laughs> shit out of it. Uh, ran my finger along the track, felt the wheels, everything's perfectly smooth. Yeah, yeah. I put some like. White, li- white lithium grease. Yeah, in I didn't there. want to get like too crazy because I wasn't sure how it worked. I know more than I want to fucking know now, <laughs> but I wasn't sure like if I if I lubed the track up too much. Like, does that wheel that's in there need traction, and then it won't fucking open oh, yeah. and close anymore? Just it sort of spins. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't sure how it worked. Turns out it's on a cable. Oh, and so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, that makes sense. But I didn't know that at the time, so I just kind of like lightly lubed it up a little bit, trying to make. Nothing. Nothing made any difference. So it's the motor that's grinding? Or I don't know. controlling it? I don't know. I have no idea. Huh. Still to this day, I don't know. But so then fast forward to uh, the night or the, the morning that we were going to leave for Heartland Park. So originally my plan for Heartland Park was that I was going to go. I was going to get off work on Friday or Thursday afternoon and go to my parents' house and sleep there and then get up early Friday morning and drive the remaining two and a half hours to Heartland Park. And then I got off of work at like eight o'clock at night or something like that. That doesn't sound like something you would do. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so by the time I got home, my daughter was already asleep. Yep. And like, well, I'm not... I got to wake her up to go... Right. I don't really want to get up. Like, I'm better off getting up early in the morning at like six o'clock in the morning yeah. I mean, you don't have to be in Topeka. Early. Right. I don't have any time, any specific time I need to be in Topeka, but I'm better off sleeping at home where my daughter's in her crib and she'll sleep better than she will anywhere else. Yep. And uh, I can sleep better in my bed than in my parents' house because their spare bed is fine, but it's not my bed, you know? And so I'm like, fuck it. We'll just go to sleep. We'll get up early tomorrow morning. We'll drive to Topeka. It'll be great. So solid plan. Right. So Friday morning rolls around six o'clock or well, so I just left my alarm because we were planning on leaving around six, which is the time I leave for work every morning. So I just left my alarm on, uh, woke up at four 30 and did my thing, got ready to go. And we go out and the van's dead because, uh, Logan likes to fucking turn lights on and off in the back of the van. So I always there's a, a toggle switch in there yep. to make it so that the lights are on or the lights are on with the door or the lights are off. And usually I leave the lights off. Okay. But when we were loading it up, I had it set to on or set to door or whatever so that they would be on because we were loading it up the night before and then we forgot to shut them off again. Okay. So the battery is dead. <laughs> Sweet. But the way we figured out that the battery was dead was that Katie went to open the door the power sliding door. So she just pulled the handle and it opened like six or eight inches and then stopped because the battery died. It had enough juice to open Opened the door it. a little ways. And then it said, nah, bro, I'm done. Okay. So then I jump start the, the, or I put the van on the charger, get it started. 
and running, but now the door won't go any farther. Open or closed. Open or closed. Like you, you push the power button and it just wouldn't, it didn't, it didn't like sound like it was reacting or anything. Just you frozen, push the, you push the switch, the, the handle and it just acted like you hadn't done anything to it. So then I shut the I sh- switched the toggle switch up in the front to shut the doors off so that I could slide it open and closed and it still wouldn't move. It was like it was jammed or something. Huh. And so I gave it a mighty heave and it literally fell out of the fucking track and the door fell off of the van. <laughs> That's a great way to start the day. And plus it was cold. And I like not real proud of this, but I legit lost it yeah that'd be enough to just i like to that's how my day is starting i might not even freaking go to go to grid life we're done i'm gonna i'm gonna close this as best i can i'm going in the house and i'm fucking done yeah i was ready to just get in my work truck and go to work and pretend that that day never even existed to me honestly the the only thing that got me there was the fact that I had promised Dusty and Eman and everybody that that my family was coming with, yep. and so then like Dusty and Eman specifically brought their significant others and their children, and I didn't want to leave them high and dry on that. That's fair. And so like Midwestern shame is the only <laughs> thing that got me to Topeka Friday morning. Yep. So. Uh, when the door fell, and when I say it fell off, like literally on the fucking ground. No, so the bottom, the bottom slider. So there's there's a slider on the bottom of the front of the door, and a roller on the top, and that roller on the top just sits in a track. Okay, and it doesn't. It's not attached to the van in any way, shape, or form. Like you can reach up there and pull on it, yeah, and it'll yeah. rock in and out of its track. So, but the only thing that attaches the van or the door to the van is the is a roller hinge thing on the front leading bottom corner, and then there's a hinge roller thing that the motor and cable system is attached to in the center on the back that rolls in the track that's on the side of the van, and that's what broke is <clears throat> from from what I can tell, there's supposed to be like a plastic clip. So it's got, it sits in a C channel, right? Yeah. The roller does. And then there's like a thing that hooks over the top of the C channel to hold it in place. And then there's like a plastic clip that when you put it in there and snap it in, then it can't come off again. Okay. And when I was jerking on the door, jerking it back and forth, trying to get it to open and getting mad, I broke that st- that plastic clip that holds the thing in and the whole thing just fucking crashed out. And since the top of the door isn't held in, yep. it just fell. Oh boy. And so it, it just like it just rocked hanging. back yep. and like, and it would swing out at the top of the van really far. <laughs> I really wish you would have took a picture. And of it that. scratched. Oh no. Like deep gouges and dents in the side of the door van like the quarter panel yeah like a bunch of them and what we ended katie and i like after i calmed down which took probably 15 um, minutes you you needed the proper 15 i was pissed like between that and the body damage yeah high levels like a, a level of pissed i've probably never been at a vehicle before 
I would have needed a moment. It was for sure I was myself. Uh, genuinely unnecessarily mad at this. No, I get like it. way more than I should have been. I don't know what it was. Something just fucking snapped at me, and I was like, <laughs> kicked my trash can over. Yeah, like walking down the street. I hate my life. Screaming <laughs> in the driveway. Probably woke up my neighbors <laughs> mad. We've all had those days. Like, no, I literally kicked my trash can no, I under, over. I sent under, trash going flying because it was my recycle. I, under, I understand. It was my recyclables can, which is not in bags. They're just in there. Uh-huh. So when it hit the ground and everything the, the tra- then <laughs> flies across. And that just, that definitely made me happier. <laughs> right? So I get it. I mean, I've done, I've done that too. I've, where I've hit my head one too many times under the car, and I throw the wrench, and then it hits the the latch of the toolbox, and now that latch doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so now I'm mad at the fact that I broke that. Yeah. So when I finally calmed down, Katie came back out, and I got my toolbox stuff out, and we we figured out that uh, you can't you can't get that center hinge on the back of the door back into its track while it's attached to the door. Okay. So there's two 12 millimeter bolts that hold it to the door. So I took those out and I'm holding on to this door, which is disgustingly heavy. heavy. It's a power window glass door. Oh, yeah. So it's got all that mechanism inside of it. It's heavy. Yeah, that's not a light door. And I'm trying to hold it up and it's trying to fall out at the top. So, like, you have to hold, I have to hold it with one hand on the bottom and one hand on the top to hold it. Some, yeah, somewhere where it needs to be. Because otherwise it would try and fall out or I'd have to hold my shoulder against it. There's just like no good, un, like comfortable way to hold this thing with one hand. And then Katie, because she's nervous and a girl and... She's she's not known for her mechanic skills. No. Couldn't get the bolt to line up in the hole. So I had to do that too. <laughs> well, and I'm trying not to be mad. And so she just, trying she, not to lose it. Like she just literally told me to go fuck myself, then take the kids <laughs> back inside and told and tell me you can go to Topeka by yourself. The kids and I are staying here. And like so now I'm trying not to yell at her again, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I bet it took some serious coaxing to get her back out of the house. <laughs> I'm fine. I promise I'm fine. I'm fine now. Calm down. It's fine. Let's just fix this door and let's go to the racetrack and let's just enjoy our weekend. I can just see it and you're like, just line up the bolt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) So finally I took it away from her and I put it in there myself. Got it like two threads in and then held the door while she ran it the rest of the way in. Yep. And we were able to get the door back on there and get it closed. Yep. But I was too afraid and nervous (laughs) to open it again. Just let Logan do it when you're like two hours from home. No. So uh, we have the – that has like a child safety lock switch. Yep. And, of course, that's on. So you can't open it from the inside anyway. Oh, perfect. And that was – but that's the side my daughter is on. Okay. So I don't know. We probably could have switched seats, but we didn't really want to. But, like, she can't buckle herself in, obviously, because she's 11 months old. Yeah. So, so you're crawling across. So yeah, we had to crawl across or like I can reach, I can reach from, from the driver's door. I can reach back there and I can unbuckle her with one hand, but I can't buckle her in with one hand. No. Especially cause she doesn't want to be. No, she's fighting it all the time. Yeah. She doesn't want to be she's, held down into the chair. Not his child. Yeah. That's what right. They do. <laughs> yeah. So we managed to get the door closed 
And I took it around the block to make sure it wasn't just going to like fucking fall off, right? <laughs> yeah. Assume which that was like the first pothole. Which is like a probably a totally like impractical thought. No, but you've seen it in movies, so it's like it's in your mind. You're right. Like, yeah. Like in the movie Vacation. Well, That's exactly and, what would happen. And, you know, I've been having such a great day already. <laughs> so like what's next, right? Yeah. The van was dead, and then the door literally Just, fucking fell off. What do you? Now it's gonna fall off when I hit a pothole. My child's gonna go flying out yeah, because yeah. somehow her seat's gonna come unbuckled at the same time. Because the best part will be it, it won't be anytime when you're near your house. It'll be halfway to Topeka, like the most yeah. inconvenient place. So it took us two hours to get the door back on. Yikes! Yeah. So we left about eight or eight thirty when I had planned on leaving at six, and we got. I told Katie that what we were going to do is we were just going to get the door closed. And then when I, when we were at the racetrack, I was going to try and like rally a couple of friends and we were going to figure out how to fix it correctly. Yeah. Right. I ruined that for you. Yes, you did. (laughs) I wasn't going to say it, but that's exactly what happened. So Friday night we were, you were like, well, we're going to swap a transmission. Like, yeah, we are. You're right. I'm not going to argue with that. (laughs) Sorry about your door. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it is what it is. So we did, I did like Friday night before I left to take them to go back to the hotel. I was like, all right, let's try this door. Right. We got people to help. Right. So I, I made sure that the power thing was off so that when I grabbed the door handle, it wouldn't try to open itself. Uh, and just slid it open at like enough that I could reach in there and put the kid in the seat and then slide it back shut. And like that works 19 times out of 20. Oh, that's pretty good. Odds. But it still falls off every once in a while. Is it like if it falls off, you can't like just like shimmy? No, you have to take the fucking hinge off every single time. No. And so I was gonna. I did some research on it this weekend because I wanted to fix it. Yeah, right. Fix it. <laughs> and so I'm looking online. I'm like, this will be the perfect opportunity for me to use one of these stupid fucking eBay gift cards that I have like twelve of at this point, and yeah. they expire at the end of the year. So you gotta, I gotta use them. I gotta burn them up. And so I'll just buy a hinge. No big deal. Well, the pictures that I found online don't really look like what I remembered the hinge to look like. And Katie took the van to her mom's house this weekend. Oh. Because Katie's mom had some friends there and she wanted to go and see them. And like every time that Katie wants to go somewhere on Friday night, I get stuck at work till eight o'clock at night or something stupid. Right. right. And so. She's like, I'm not waiting for you (laughs) because like when emergency work comes in, it always comes in at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Right. And so then by the time I know that I'm going to be stuck at work till midnight or whatever dumb time I'm going to get off work, uh, Katie could have already left by herself. So she's like, she's like, I don't, well, no, because Logan doesn't get off school till like three 30 or whatever. She's like. You don't really want to go anyway. Like, no, I'm not going to say that. No, she's like, but you don't really, I know you really don't want to go anyway. You've never met these people before, so you don't care. And, uh, I don't want to wait for you just to find out you're going to be stuck at work and leave without you anyway. So I'm just going to go by myself. You don't have to go. Sweet. That sounds fantastic. Bullet dodge. Yeah. Which turns out I got home at like six on Friday, which isn't too bad for me. That's not terrible. But then I went back to work at 8. Oh, that, P- is, that is terrible. PM. Yeah, yeah. And then got back home again at midnight. 
That, that sucks. And then got called out again on Saturday, and I was I was out for 12 hours on Saturday, too. Yeah, that super sucks. Well, so I'm sitting on my couch, and like my phone lights up with an email about an emergency. And I was like, well, I'm sitting by myself yeah. here. And uh, I've only played so much Skyrim this I'm, weekend. Well, at that time, my Skyrim wasn't working. Oh, no. I managed to fix it Saturday night. But uh, at that time, I, I was literally just sitting on my couch like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do all weekend. <laughs> like, I'm bored already. <clears throat> and so I was like, well, hours are hours, so yeah. I just went to work. And then Saturday, I kind of felt, I was like, well, I guess I'll just take this instead of asking if anybody else wants it first. I'll yeah. just take it. Because I'm the only field guy that gets those emails. That's all the managers and then me. Oh, <laughs> And so I I get first pick of it. Just because I'm, you've earned that I'm right. That guy, yeah. right? So like, it's whatever. Fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I just took it because yeah, it's money. I don't blame you. So, but then I was researching it Saturday evening when I got home, and I found a hinge, but it didn't look right. And so then I told Katie, like, well, I think I figured out how to take this thing apart. I figured out how to how to correctly put the hinge back on. Because the other thing I was worried about was like how to get the cable off of that hinge. Because that mm. the cable pulley system is attached to that hinge. Right. Probably need a very special tool. I don't know for sure. I hope I not. haven't quite figured that out yet. To be completely honest with you, I bet you'll be fine. But the videos I watched more than one video, and the guys I didn't. I lose interest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I just I'm, starts, not, I'm not watching a 22-minute video right, about, about how hinge. to replace a, a hinge on an Odyssey. Like, I'm Give just, me the cliff notes. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So I just skip through it. And these guys, f- with the like, with me condensing down a 20-minute video to three minutes worth of view time, those people seem less mechanically inclined than I am. And so if they could do it, I could do it. Just kind of where I'm at on it. That's how I feel about a lot of things I try. Yeah. yeah. How hard can it be? Yeah, I'll figure it out. I've met a lot of dumb mechanics. They seem to... Yeah. They seem to fix it, so it's fine. They do it every day. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> so, but I haven't bought the hinge yet because Katie had the van and I didn't trust the picture, so I wanted to look at the van again and make sure that I was buying the right hinge, and then I just haven't had time since she got back because no. my life is a mess. Happens. So, uh, to remove the trim that covers the channel on the side of the van that that roller uh, sits in, you have to remove the tail light, and then there's a 10 millimeter bolt in the back behind the tail light. Yep. And then apparently you need like a long reach Phillips screwdriver. And when the door is open, there's a hole that you can stick the screwdriver in, and there's a Phillips screw up inside there. <laughs> uh, and then that panel, that piece of trim will come off of there so you can see the whole C channel and all that stuff. Okay. And then once you're in there, I think it's pretty straightforward. You'll be fine. How hard can it be? Yeah, I believe I believe in you. There's got to be a place where that cable unhooks. Yeah, like it's, it's got to have a start and finish. It's not. Yeah, it's not one continuous piece. It's got to have a, and it, it probably is on the hinge. I just haven't looked at it close enough yeah. to figure it out. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's just like a how hard can it be? It's not hard, Adam. I believe no, in I'm you. Sure. So I don't know. We'll fix it eventually, or maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe Katie just has to reach over across from the other side, or <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's the worst. Yeah, that's, I hate that's, cars. That's a super frustrating thing to deal with. And yes, I also hate cars. I, I just need stuff to work, you know. Yes, I realize that like buying a two thousand seven 
But like, what do you want from me? Like, <laughs> but still, cars are expensive. Now is not the time to buy. No. <laughs> That's what was frustrating is like if I'd have bought that van a year before, mm-hmm. if I'd have bought that in twenty uh like twenty nineteen twenty twenty or twenty even twenty one instead of twenty two where I did buy well no, I bought it in twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty. If I'd have bought it in like nineteen still, or twenty, yeah. that five thousand dollar van would have been a three thousand dollar van and a five thousand dollar van would have been a two thousand ten or twelve mm-hmm. and I would have been a much better vehicle. Well, it would have been a few years newer. Probably would have been lower miles. Yeah, like I probably would have been better off. But yep, no, I, I had a timing buddy. is is never on my side. No, I had, I had a buddy that wrecked his truck, and he's like, he was telling me what, what he was looking at and what, what they were costing. I was like, yeah, man, you should have did this two years ago. <laughs> After what Josh told me, he sold the Cavalier for like, fuck. damn it, fuck. yeah. That's out of control. Yeah, prices are crazy. Prices are crazy. Except for Mini Coopers. <laughs> well, broken ones. Yeah, broken Mini Coopers. Oh, Running yeah. Mini Coopers. That, that, that's anywhere from... It could be anything. Right. Their prices are outrageous. Bases or S's, same price. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So weird. It's a weird car. Yeah. That's why it's it's really not... It's hard to do Craigslist challenges right now. Yeah, we need to like give ourselves a stupider budget, right? Because like doing a twenty thousand dollar budget is not any fun. No, but a five thousand dollar budget isn't enough to buy anything. No, <laughs> no, it is not. So it it really takes the fun out of it. We'll make it fun again. Speaking of making <sighs> it fun again, Adam. Yeah. So we've done this more than once with the vehicles I've bought, uh, where I go on eBay and I find all the terrible stupid accessories that you could buy for these vehicles. I can I can see how this wor- worked because you were looking at hinges and then all of a sudden it's like something else pops up and you're like, oh. Okay. And then you click well, that. And then, and then you click that and then before you know it, it's like... Everybody knows that Hondas are like... <clears throat> if you have a Honda and you want a part for it, somebody makes it. Oh, yeah. You know, like there is... Everything imaginable, any modification part imaginable exists for a Honda Civic. It's just a thing. Oh yeah. You know, and and that trickles down into a lot of their other models. And so obviously, we had to go to eBay and rice out my Odyssey. Uh-huh. And what I'm a little bit annoyed by when I when I started doing this about 10 minutes before we started the show because that's how things are around here. Because nope. some of this stuff is shockingly affordable. And you have gift cards that make it even more affordable. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the first affordable. thing the first thing that we found uh was a lip kit, like a like a front bumper yeah, oh, like splitter, a, yeah. basically. It's a splitter. It's a time attack splitter, is what it is. With, it's street mod legal. Ah, oh, yeah, see, it's perfect. Uh and it even comes with like the fake um connector or uh, uh the splitter supports yeah well yeah we'll go with that those support rods yeah support rods yeah, we'll go they go that. into the plastic bumper and don't actually do anything like if it actually made any real amount of downforce but what i'm really annoyed by is that i don't hate how much i don't actually hate what it looks like on the front of the van that they have it on in my, the picture my favorite part it's 36 dollars yep and I have a $15 gift card, which means that will cost me $21. Yeah. 
shipped to your door. I can't afford not to buy that. And the reaction from Katie would be worth every penny. Yeah. Every penny. It's hilarious. I would help you install this. It looks... But you'd have to film uh, her reaction. It looks annoyingly good. Like I wouldn't go that far. Let's let's just dial that. It's back. hot boy, Robbie. It's my. I also like how on the advertisement, on the second picture, it says high quality ABS plastic. Well, it is high quality. No, it's not. Sure, it is. <laughs> it's the cheapest quality, but you need it. I kind of do. That thirty five or twenty one dollars. Katie's a terrible driver. Oh, that thing will be gone in like a week. But she's, it'd be worth it. She's already crashed the van twice. What? That I know of. That's that was important. She, yeah, it was important to say that last part. <laughs> she put a hole in the tail light, which she backed into a trash can at the end of our driveway. <laughs> Came out of nowhere, Adam. Yeah, it just jumped out of it me. Could have been. It, it could have been anything. I leave before our trash gets picked up, so I can't do anything about. It. Like I can't. No, I understand. I can't stop her from hitting this. Yep. She knows it's there every Wednesday. Uh huh. Like clockwork. Thursday morning, there will be a trash can at the end of the driveway. She hit it once. <laughs> that I know of. And put a hole in the in the taillight. It's cracked. It's got a little pinhole in it. Dang it. It's not really a pinhole. It's now it gets water in it. Yeah, it does, actually. It does fill up with water. <laughs> I almost like- drilled a hole in the bottom to get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of the water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost was that guy. Come it could be worse. I learned when I used to climb towers, it's much easier to give the water a path out than it is to try and keep it out entirely. <laughs> yeah. A lot of radios are designed, a lot of like tower-based radios are designed that way. Where they, they have, I mean. Uh, they, they have a drain. They have a drain. And like they're less designed to keep the water out as they are to just give it a path through that's safe. Why fight it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something, something, so, something about going with the flow. And then she also, her story, which I'm not totally convinced of, okay. Take was it. that she was sitting on a stop sign and some kid cut the corner too hard and caught the front corner of the bumper, which it is on the driver's side. Okay. So her story does kind of work holds, that w- Holds a little water. It holds a little water. But if she didn't turn hard enough and hit somebody when she was turning right instead of them turning left, yep. she would have had that would have had the same contact. Yep. Or like yeah, like going around a drive through and then catching the the pole that's there. Right. Yeah. That could have happened too. But there's no no real paint transfer. Okay. So it wasn't like a yellow or a red pole. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely another vehicle. Okay. But that didn't cost me any money, so I I guess Either way. So it was a hit and run and there was no police report? Is what you're saying? Probably. <laughs> and then she did back into somebody in a parking lot and did a, claims to have not noticed and left, <gasps> which prompted a police yep. uh, visit to our house. Those are fun. Yeah. And they actually filed against my insurance. Yep. But it didn't, cost, there. didn't cost me any money. That was a surprise when I got in the fender bender with the truck, too. Like... Because they they were in a beater like my focus right and then like there was like it was like three um, fender benders all like at once so like these cars stopped for that fender bender just so they could all look at that fender bender and right. then everyone signed on the brakes yep and I was like half a second away from catching it like yeah. it was just just hit the bumper yeah and uh, so then yeah the car was their car was like knocking like crazy and like 
in way worse condition than the Focus. Right. And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to let my husband look at it. Because I had like just two little... Because like it, just the way the it, it bent my my bumper in, right. like hit their crash beam, and it was just kind of like just a couple little dings on their little plastic bumper. I'm gonna let my husband look at it. And I was like, well, whatever. Here's my insurance. And the cops are already there because they're dealing with all these other fender benders. So they, right. it's it was real minor, so they didn't actually do a report on it. So then it goes and they file insurance and like so I'm talking to the insurance the next day. She's like, well, you're totally covered, so it's like not a big deal, and we're gonna fix. It. I was like, great. That's what I don't understand. Like, why would like why would I, I why would you even bother fucking fixing it? Well, so what I don't understand <laughs> is, and I'm not this. This is not me complaining. No, no, don't no. get this twisted. No, but like, I got a notification because I have I have the insurance company app on my phone, yep. right? So I got a notification that a claim had been filed against me, yep. and so I open it up and I'm looking at it or whatever, and I said that they were awaiting body shop uh, estimate. Yep, and then like that was the last I thought of it. And like two months later, I'm like, I never got a bill that I know of. Yeah. And so I open up the app and I look at it and it says uh, that the claim had been closed. Processed and done. Processed and taken care of. But I never got a bill. Yep. But I have a deductible. I do too, but for whatever reason, that <coughs> mine, mine didn't cost me anything either. I don't know. So it was because I called her. I was like, or I called the insurance place and talked to some lady and she was. Like yeah, you have like some absurd number of you know that that you that they would just pay out for these type of accidents. It's like no big deal, and like it, you're, it's free. Well, not free, but you know what I mean. Like it's covered, and you don't you don't have to pay anything. Okay, great. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at on it. And like my insurance rates didn't go up or anything crazy, and not that I know, not yet. No, I, I, I well, re- mine has, I was this was only like two or three months ago. Yeah, I say mine re-upped after that. I've already paid, so I mean, just, but I've gone like my whole life without accidents. I have very minimal. Yeah, I've only had one insurance claim, and I was sixteen. This, this might. Is this my first? This might be my first. I rear-ended rear-ended the so so in my hometown there were two lawyers okay <laughs> uh that were like a like Johnson and Johnson right. insurance company yep. or a lawyer for right they there were there were the two lawyers and they were partners in a firm yep uh <clears throat> and when I was just past 16 I rear-ended one of the lawyer's daughter's Jeep Grand Cherokee with your Cavalier no with my 1970 Mercury Montego. Great. Uh, before I hit her, my left turn signal didn't seem to work consistently. But whatever I did jarred it loose when I hit her. <laughs> so that started working again. So actually the car was in better working condition <laughs> after I crashed it. Uh, and we just attached a ratchet strap to one of the posts on my dad's four-post lift and just ratchet the hood straight again so that it would oh. close. And I Good to go. moved on with my life. But I'm... Pretty pretty royally fucked up the back end of her Jeep Grand Cherokee, and like so it needed like a new bumper and a new yeah, yeah. gate and all that, or a new hatch and all that stuff. Uh, so that one I think cost us some money. Yeah. Uh, and then when I got my Cavalier, this was like right after I bought my Cavalier, I was at a stop sign, and there was an old lady on a bicycle across the street from me, but she she would be going. She was trying to cross the road that I was also going to be go- driving through. 
Okay. Like, so if I'm going north and she's going east and west, yep. so she was crossing the street, that, but she was on the opposite side of the intersection. And I'm at a, it's a four-way stop intersection. So I'm stopped and I'm waiting. For her to cross. For her to cross. And I try to wave her through and she waves me through. And so then I go and then she decided to go too. And she literally hit my front tire and like flew over my car. Uh, and somebody saw it happen and waited for the cop because of course she wanted a cop. Yeah, of course. Turns out that was the wife of the other lawyer. Because, of course, it fucking was. <laughs> Your luck. Right. Yeah. Welcome to my life, Robbie. Yep. yep. And so uh, the cop the cop was like, this isn't like he, I, he explained or I explained to him what happened. She kind of explained her story. Yeah. Uh, the person who saw it happen explained what like, he saw happen. And the cop was like, "I this kid didn't do anything wrong. Like. He tried to wave you through, and you waved him through, so he went, and then you went, too. You ran into him, technically, because she hit the side of my car. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hit her. She hit me. Yes. Technically. She's a pedestrian, so it's always yeah, my fault. Yeah. Right? And so uh, I I basically didn't, didn't get anything from that, but then we got a bill from them. Like a medical bill? Like a medical bill, and then they wanted us also to replace the bike. Oh, jeez. And it was allegedly like some billion-dollar bike, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> Carbon fiber, whatever. Yeah. And so then my dad went to the lawyer's office, and the lawyer said, well, you can either pay it or I'll see you in court. Oh, jeez. Are you fucking kidding? Oh, what a mess. So I guess we paid that. Yeah, exactly. Because we weren't going to win that. No. And even if, like, you'd just settle, and it'd just yeah. pan anyways. Yeah. And then we'd have to pay a lawyer on top of it. Right. It'd be the same amount or more. You're right. So. Yeah. But those have been my only insurance infractions. Yeah. I don't think I've actually. Honestly, I think this might be the first time I've actually filed. Yeah. I don't know if I got a pretty good. You never like hit a deer or anything? No. Never. Never yeah, right. yeah I've, I've come pretty damn close. Yeah. Many a time. I mean, we all have. If you live in Iowa, yeah. you've at least come the, close to hitting a deer more the than a deer once. farm that is the, yeah. the unhunting area that's yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. It's only like a thousand of them. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think I've actually. Huh. I had. I mean, I've had. I backed into somebody at a parking lot one time, but there was like. They were clearly shit faced. And it was like a bunch of these people going to like a wedding. Yeah. So there was like six or seven people in this little tiny car. And they clearly didn't want the cops involved. But the cops showed up anyways. Right. And like there's nothing to do because we're in a parking lot. Right. It's like, I, I think I, it was a rental car though. So I think that, I guess that technically that would have counted then. I think I paid for, I think we paid for that bumper. Yeah, maybe. But I was working at a body shop at the time and we offered to fix it for them. Uh-huh. And then we never, never heard anything about it. So maybe they didn't even file. <laughs> I don't know. I was like 17. I don't know. Right. Uh, that was the one time that I got hit in the Audi that you yeah, were with me. I was with you. Where we got rear-ended. Yep. But I didn't have my... I saw him coming. Yeah. And so I took my foot off the brake, and he just pushed us forward. Yeah, there really wasn't any damage. I think no. you're, I think you're the, the foam piece on the inside of your body. Yeah, which we just, couldn't see. Yeah. Like, from the outside, it looked... Fu- totally looked the fine. car looked completely fine. But I think that guy, like, uh, probably shit himself. Oh, yeah. Because it was a van... And the front end of that van had already exploded. Yep. Like the bumper was completely destroyed. 
previously. Yeah, this before this accident. So like clearly he'd been in another accident semi recently, <laughs> and then he hit the back end of an Audi, and he probably like, I'm going bankrupt. Like I'm done. This is this is the end of me. And I look at it and I'm like, I don't know, man. It looks fine to me. Like uh, I'm fine, Robbie. Uh, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, was, shook his hand and like got back in my car. It was like, well, it was like it was snowing out, and like neither one of us wanted to deal with it. No, God no. Or neither one of you two, I guess. Right. I wasn't really involved. But yeah. I didn't see any damage. Dodged a bullet <laughs> yeah. on that one. Yep. So. Oh, well. So what else do you want to do this van of yours? So uh, not only do they have this lip kit, but they also make like, well, that is like a shitty lip kit, but they also make like real lip kits, like okay. legit ones, like, right? Like they, like that attached to your bumper. Yeah, so like, there's, there's, you got one in here somewhere. They're like Mugen kits, um, they look like. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did send me that. So this one looks shockingly like a uh, a fit. When they're lowered with oh, this front lip on it. Kind of like Matt Williams is. It looks like a fit. In the front, yeah. It looks like a big fit, which is really all it is. You're not wrong. Dude, if a fit had sliding rear doors, I don't a fit right now. <laughs> True story. You, you already do. I, I just have a big one, you. Yep. Big one that's not anywhere close as reliable. But they make these sweet ass lip kits, which are also shockingly not expensive. What? How much is it? Hundred eighty dollars. I mean, bad. it comes unpainted, so that would ah, suck. But we could wrap it. Yeah, but uh, Katie would for sure destroy that. Yeah, don't go with the cheap one first, because I don't think that would even make it into my driveway without dragging if she came at it straight. Like my S ten, my my extreme bump uh, lip kit, I had to come in at a little bit of an angle. Yeah, but you can see this. This van is lowered, so I think. Yeah, the van is lowered, so I think you might. You it'd be close. It would probably scrape, but it wouldn't. Be like, She'd for sure scrape it on shit all the time, though. Well, yeah, when she backs up and then it goes half off the curb and half on your driveway, right? That's when it'll come off. Yeah, so that wouldn't last. I give that a month tops, and so it's not worth one hundred and eighty dollars in the summer. As soon as there's snow on the ground, all oh, bets are no, off. No way, dude. It won't survive a week in the winter. <laughs> One trip to the grocery store. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Well, I drive to the grocery store because, heaven forbid, she goes and does it herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, but that's, uh, not, that's not bad. I don't hate how it looks. And there was one company that made a full lip kit, so it had the front lip, the side skirts, and the rear lip. The whole thing. It looked pretty cool. What did actually. that cost? Uh, they were about the same price each. So oh, like okay. between the hundred and two hundred dollar mark each. Yeah, that would, that add up. It adds up pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. It's but the thirty dollar lip kit sounds. The thirty dollar lip kit that's is on the money because I have a because I can get it half off. It sounds worth it enough to just buy it as a joke, and you don't have to paint it. Even it's high yeah. quality ABS plastic. Yeah. Even if it gets ripped, you don't want it paint. You want it to be black. Yeah. You want it's to an accent. Yep. Yeah. Even if it gets ripped off first try, like it's. That's the $20 joke to me. It's funny enough. Yep. That's like somebody said, I can act, sending us $20 for this crappy soda. I can act really upset about it. Yeah. You could have, an, you could have a meltdown in your driveway again. Well, I don't know about that. Nah, that'd be funny it. for me. No, it's not. I'm not going to be it. upset about it. Make sure I'm there. With my luck, we'll attach it too well and rip the bumper off. I promise that won't happen. Because the bumper's already half falling off because she's hit too many things. With well, it. how about we fix the bumper and make that more... Use your other gift card to get those rubber band things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. 
JDM, yo. Yeah, get your JDM uh, bumper attachers. There we go. So uh, while we're there working on the on the bumper, we can throw the coilovers on there. Because they do make they make more because coilovers. There's through. a shockingly large number of coilovers on eBay for Honda Odysseys. There's this Why? company called True Heart, which I've never heard of before. Um, it's like Godspeed, I think. And they make at least two or three different versions, different levels. You probably go with the Sport Comfort, though. You probably you levels know. of shitty. Frankly. Oh yeah, their race one is not what you want. No. <laughs> uh, and then Megan makes some. That would probably be a little better. Which I think was like just under a hundred, uh, under a thousand dollars, and then you can get BCs for twelve hundred bucks. You'd probably be a lot happier with the BCs. I think that's hilarious that there's there are more companies on eBay making coilovers for my Odyssey than there are companies that make coilovers for the Omni. Period. Yep. Like at all, not just on eBay, but at all. Doesn't your Omni take like really obscure? So the front of my Omni, when I'm the coilover setup that I have on there. Uh, this guy makes like small adapter plates to make things work. And the front was like first gen neon with just some simple, like basically, um, where it slots into the spindle on the neon was narrower. And Mm -hmm. so mostly it just takes up space. There's, there's a bolt at the top and bottom of the spindle. And then he's got a spacer that, oh, that's it in there. That's not bad. Right. And then the back was like like late 90s or early 2000s Mitsubishi Lancer. Okay. I did remember that correctly then. Yeah. Neat. So it was, and those had but you needed custom. some very basic spacers that fit on the yeah. back of that too. You didn't, you didn't need custom top hats or something. And then I got coil of, or I got uh, camber plates, but the camber ah. plates that, so the bolt pattern. The bolt pattern for the camber plate that would be on the neon is not the same as the one that's on the Omni. So the ones that are on there, he makes. They're not the BC ones that would come if you bought it for a neon. Okay. That makes sense. And then the back, I think, just fit. That's pretty generic. Yeah, it's just two. Yeah. And there's no adjustability to it. Right. So I think they just fit. Nice. The only thing that I had to do was uh, you had I had to take the the adjustment knob that's on the top, I had to take it off. Oh. And then in order to make that adjustment, I have to use like a long T-handled Allen wrench and a flashlight from above. It can never be easy, Adam. It's always got to be. For me? Yeah. Absolutely, right? It's always, always got to be like, a little more challenging than it should be. And it's not, I can't even say that it's not my fault because most of the time it totally is my fault. Yep. But you know what wouldn't be your fault? Getting these coilovers for your van and having it go way easier. Right, these are just bolt right in be, and be yeah, done. Be, be cake. Yeah. You know what I need is a lowered van for my wife to crash. Exactly. She'd crash into everything with it. Nah, I'd be fine. That's fine. Be the worst. But while we're there, while we've already got it jacked up, yep. we can put this straight pipe kit on it and make it sound awesome. Is that J-Series? J that J thirty five yeah that J thirty five engine everyone knows is the best sounding Honda. So Ryan Seiler told me that he had a buddy with I want to say it was an Accord, which has the same engine in it. Yep. Um, that he had some exhaust kit on it that made it sound 
insanely good. Like literally one of the best sounding cars you'd ever heard in his life with that, with that exhaust setup on it. Just the right. It had like a, a weirdly deep tone when it idled, but it almost sounded like, like an old Indy car or formula one car at like high RPMs. Like it, it was it just, just screamed, just the right. craziest sounding car you've ever heard. That was like the, what was it? I think it was a K swapped Lotus that was on one lap. Or just it was a swapped Lotus. Okay, I can't remember exactly what it. I want to say it was case swap. Might not have been. I mean, but they, that's a pretty common thing. He had done some really intricate exhaust work, and it was the most unique sound I'd ever heard. It was. It sounded so good. You could do it to your van. Yeah, that would be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, the the two hundred eighty five dollar one on on eBay would for sure give you that sound. I'm for no, sure it's, no doubt. It's definitely not two hundred eighty five dollars, and it has three catalytic converters. What could possibly go wrong? It for sure won't have any rasp. None. I'm sure it won't be the most terrible thing when you're driving down the road. It's fine. You won't be the one driving. It's fine. I drive it all the time, Robbie. Oh. I drive it everywhere. All right. Well, it's it's fine for me. I think it's great. The only time that Katie drives it and not me is when she takes my kid to school and back. <laughs> then he rides the bus home. Oh. But otherwise, I always drive it. No, oh, then you need this because I'm 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 not sure as hell I'm not gonna sit in the passenger seat with her driving. Are you crazy? <laughs> Said every car guy ever. Yeah, no one's a better driver than me. I can, from the passenger seat, I'm the best driver. Well, obviously, yeah, I can tell you everything you're doing wrong. Right, <laughs> and no no self respecting car guy lets his wife drive over him. It's pretty rare. It's not a thing. It's pretty rare. So. Yeah, I like I like where your head's at. You, you should definitely buy all this. I stuff. could definitely pimp out this van like way more than I wanted to. I like how you're you're already halfway in on this. Like I don't have to convince you you're 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 in. I if I could afford if so Ryan said that that exhaust kit was really expensive. Yeah, I believe that. But like, if I could afford it, I wouldn't hesitate for a second <laughs> to buy that because that would be just the coolest thing ever. To have it actually sound really good, yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be hilarious. But this thirty-five dollar lip kit, and like I, I've, it's too cheap not to buy the thirty-five dollar lip kit because that's hilarious. Yep, I like how it has winglets on the side, even. Yeah, yeah, it's some real hot boy racer. It's some high quality ABS plastic. Yeah, it's it's rice at its highest peak. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till you buy that. Just put underglow on it. That's only twenty-five dollars. You should do it. It's ten dollars with a twenty-five dollar gift card, or with a fifteen dollar gift. I'll card. be offended if you don't. So I was listening to Track Walking podcast, which if you don't, you should. Yeah, I'm not caught after up. you're done with this. Yeah, of course, I'm not caught up. Uh, and they just had Jeremy on, Jeremy Swenson. I have not listened to that of one. GLTC fame, uh, and champion. He, not this year. Last not year. this year. But uh, he was talking about how um, back in the day he owned a Honda Civic with an eBay intake and exhaust on it, as one does. In the early he two, is one of us. In the early 2000s, as one does. Uh, and so, being a smart, the smartass that I am, when I got home from work that night, I took a picture of one of those $15 eBay gift cards, and I posted it on his wall, kind of hoping that like maybe he'd buy some underglow for the Corvette or something, right? Yep. And I don't think he took me seriously. Aw, did you ever check to see if that card got used? I have not yet. It'd be kind of disappointing if somebody else used it. But I, it would, it might take me 
messaging a person who would have to message another person to get his address, but that would all that would be the most amount of work I would have to put into getting his address and shipping it to him my damn self, which almost is worth the joke. How well do you know him? I mean, he knows my name. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. This is how you make friends. Yeah. This is what happens when you go on a podcast. So yes. once I can be on the... You can be on the, on the, I don't on have the to trolling on the, end. Yeah, I can be on the transmitting end instead of the receiving end of this bullshit that is yep. podcast listenership. Yep. Oh, you know, I forgot to put these sodas in the fridge, so we're not going to drink them this oh, week. Oh, shoot. I know. I'm sorry about that. I know you're really excited about the bacon soda and the ranch soda. I mean, there's still one on my counter at home. Bring it so we can share it together. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay, please don't. That's all I got, though. Okay. Stupid ricer stuff for Honda Odysseys. Who would have thought? Apparently, the generation before the one I have... Has all the shit. The, like, 2004 and older, that's the generation to have. Andy's Autosport has full body, multiple full body kits for that van. Jeez. That means yours is next. It's so just a matter of time. I couldn't find any sweet chromed out Alteza taillights to replace the broken one I already have. That's disappointing. Uh, and there were some like blacked out or chromed out housings for the headlights, but they were more expensive than I want to put into it. Because I do kind of need new headlights. Yeah, because they're all like fogged. Yeah, because they're all fogged. And I also have to replace the rear taillight because there's a hole in it. Or you so drill like, another hole. So like if, well, that's obviously the budget friendly <laughs> option. Uh, but like if I could get some sweet ricer headlights, I wouldn't be totally opposed to that. No. Or taillights for that matter. But uh, you can't do it, which is weird to me. I was a little surprised that is, there that wasn't is quite like surprising. chrome Altezza taillights for my Honda. Because those are for everything. Right. But I think if I got the generation before, because mine's just new enough that that style kind of died out. Yeah. It did. For most people. Yeah, because like pre-2007 is when right. all the- Yeah, like 2005 <laughs> and earlier. And so then the only cars that still have that are like the weirdo cars. Yeah, that's fair. So that about 2007 was about when, when the OEM was like, oh, we should do that too, and started putting it on random cars. Yeah. Remember that? <sighs> Terrible. <laughs> So, yeah, they didn't work out for them. No. <laughs> They're always a few years behind. Yeah. That was a trend that didn't need to move into the OE. Not at all. So. But you know what trend should move into everyone's house? What's that? A Petrobox showing up at your door once a month. Oh, damn, son. Using the code TTP15, you get 15% off that box. It's a box full of automotive product. Yep. Car care products. Uh, random swag. Petrobox shirts like the one I'm wearing now. Uh, this shirt will get you attention from all of the... Uh, Weird attention. All of the attention from the SCCA ladies that are running the events. Yeah. Usually about the retirement age. Uh-huh. Loves them. They love this shirt. Uh, I had more than one person check the shirt out enough that I noticed it, and I'm pretty dense about these things, yep. at Good Guys of all places. Yep. That's, this would be a popular shirt the at Good up Guys. upshift, downshift... Oh, shift. Oh, shit? Is that what it says? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. But it's it's censored, of course. Well, yeah, just like us. Yes. You know how long that would take you, Robbie? Not not a chance. If you went in and nope. bleeped all of our swears, I I would do it, but I would bleep like the words that shouldn't be swear. Like I would leave the swears and then bleep words that shouldn't be bleeped <laughs> for the comedic effect. <laughs> that would be better. Yeah, that's fair. 
Have you, you, sub- have you, you submitted tell- your picture yet, Robbie? Oh no, I forgot to do that. God damn it! Yeah, I'm like one of our, I'm one of the only guys in our group that hasn't had my my car featured in the Petrobox. I haven't. If it makes you feel. Have better. you submitted? No. Nah, see how that works. <laughs> You're the one who's all butthurt about it. It's only because all my friends get it. The and one, I don't. The one that uh, the magnet that had Dalton's on it. Yep. I had one of those on my fridge. And my daughter pulled it off and threw it in the water dish for the pets. And I didn't notice it for like <laughs> a while. I don't long, know. How long, long enough for it to get gross. Long enough for it to delaminate itself from the magnet. So that just got thrown in the trash. Sorry, oh. Dalton. Doesn't he have a shitload more? Yeah, but those are his. I don't want to take his away. He doesn't need that many. He always needs. I'm just, I'm, Ten bucks says that fridge is still there. Yeah, no, his new fridge is in the other it's corner. On the other and his side, dead, of the, and his dead fridge is still, still where back, it was. Yeah, yeah, still back there, full of the magnets. Hopefully, it's empty internally. I don't think it was when Ryan sent w- us those pictures. It wasn't. I know it wasn't. Gross. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want uh, <sighs> car car enthusiast type stuff to show up at your house once a month, use the code TTP fifteen at mypetrobox.com. Also, their store is currently packed full of things from previous boxes. That code works the same there as well. So you can get, pick and choose what you want. You know, they got leashes, dog collars. Those are kind of cool. They also have all the shirts as well as all the car care products. So if you want to really stock up your garage with car care products that you'll actually use for pennies on the dollar, plus 15% off that, uh, head over to mypetrobox.com. Boom. Hot diggity. Robbie, you got a couple of things. I got things coming up, man. You're going to the world's worst racetrack. Oh, let's not go that far. Okay, I'm a little. I'm, 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 I have feelings. It's about the track it. you're least excited to drive on. I, but that's that's not true either, though. I am, but I'm not. So because it's so historic. Exactly. So but if it didn't have the history, you wouldn't go. That's probably true. So the MPO one's ready to go. We got it all back together. Everything's good to go. Uh, so there was no real damage. No damage. Not we we caught just, it. Just slipped. It just slipped just enough. Was there? Anything you could do to prevent that from happening again? I think it's because I like I, I talked about in the previous show that I think that the dry sump pulley. Oh, that's right. You had to machine we, we machi- some. Yeah, we. I think that that bottomed. It was a tolerance stack up, so that that bottomed on the snout yeah, yeah, of the yeah. crankshaft when it needed to bottom more on the face of the where it interfaces with the pulley, where that pulley interfaces with the block washers or diamond washers that interface with the gear. So I think it was we're talking like a handful of thou. Um, right. You know, like it's 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 there's not much. So we machined that back so that it interfaces all where it's supposed to. And I think that should solve a lot of like a lot of our problems because it was clearly bottoming and locking itself in place, but it was I don't think it was getting the 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 type of um not locking grip, but like a uh, clamping force that uh, yeah. that it needed. It's a good word. So I think we got that fixed. Everything went back together. Um so we've been working on this at my place the last couple of weeks, and we're waiting on parts. So yesterday, Booney was here with Max, and we were working on it. And uh, so we're, you know, when you have three people working on a car, you're all kind of like doing things, especially that small of a car. Yep, like so it's got to be kind of a. It's not bad, but, but we're all we're like dividing and conquering, taking right. taking things done. So it's like we're like, okay, it's back together. And Booney's like, well, all right, well, I'm gonna go swap tires, so I'm gonna take off, and then Max and I wrap up a few things, and when you. Do you have the good tires? Yes. You got some? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No more Coopers. <laughs> um, so when for the dry sump, what we do is you, you 
because we had to, we had to empty it. So we now we're putting fresh oil in, and to we had to prime that engine. So you you pull the spark plugs out, you pull the crank sensor, and you basically run it until it hits ten psi. Then you have Which engine. takes way longer than it should. It, Uncomfortably long. It it's longer than you would want, but it, it doesn't take too long. But yeah, it was uncomfortably long when I was here for it. Because it was the first time you would prime that engine, so you were like... Oh, that one did take a lot longer for the first time. Because you were like, man, is this thing going to catch? It it did. Is this motor junk? No, it did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, once it's been done, then it... Then it's, yeah, that then, I can see. Then it takes a lot less. But So I went to go do that, and I hit the button, and it goes, click. And I can hear the solenoid trying to start the starter. And like, I panic. I was like, I I turned this engine by hand. Like we timed it. We we we, we I, you know I timed. No, this motor is. Not I put. Bad. I yeah. We assembled everything. I turned it by hand. No inter- Like no problem whatsoever. Like it, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. And we finished putting it back together. And now it won't turn over. And I fucking panic. <laughs> so then, uh, so we. We, we look all around, like we check everything out. Everything looks fine. Like, like, like no reason to think anything's wrong. Like doing something like we pop it in the air, we put it in gear and turn it with, you know, yeah, turn yeah, the wheels. Turn the yeah. Turn the wheels the to turn the transmission. Engine. Everything's working like it's supposed to. I'm like, something's wrong here. So like, okay, well maybe the battery, maybe we ruined the starter at the track when we kept trying to, trying to start it at the track. And like the battery power was, you know, it wasn't optimal. Like it yeah, maybe wasn't under voltaged it. So, yeah, maybe it was a little under stupid. Yeah, so maybe it was a little under voltage. So like, so we're kind of you know hitting it with the dead blow just to see like maybe maybe the starter's seized up a little bit. No, okay. Well, let's just take the starter out. So then I take the starter out, and as I'm doing this, I disconnect it, the 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 little wire to the solenoid, and I can pull it out, and it just like the 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 lead wire just is right there. It does it <laughs> just hanging out. It's not connected to fucking anything. <laughs> Damn it! So, so when Booney attached the alternator wire, he forgot to attach the starter wire that goes to the alternator too. So uh, my moment of panic was his fault. So I texted. He him had thanked, one job. Yeah. So I texted him and thanked him for. I needed that stress. That, yeah. That's that was what yeah. my day was missing. Yeah, you almost threw tools. No, I wasn't there. Uh, I was okay. I was almost there. Were you nearly irrationally upset? Uh, I told Max that it was his job to tell Booney that we fucked up the engine. <laughs> I, I told him I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's fair. I will. I will. I will go in and cancel my trip to Sebring, and I will. Uh, we'll just. We'll just pretend this didn't happen. That's fair. No more talking. I'll see you in a month. Yep. <laughs> Next year. It's always, always 2023, which starts in fucking January. Wait, what? The first race is in January. What? You already know your schedule? Schedule comes out tomorrow, which is Thursday. Okay. But Max Track Time is doing test days on a couple of events. Oh. Uh, and they're doing one Thursday in January. Where? NOLA. So this this will be outdated by the time this comes out. Right, so like yeah, yeah. the actual so official talk about it. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it. I'm pretty sure. So if I'm wrong, I'm gonna look stupid. That's fine. I look stupid. Fuck it. I look stupid well, yeah, that's literally what we've built this podcast around is us looking like idiots. Yep. Which is a great source of anxiety. We just talked. <laughs> we just talked for thirty minutes about how I got ir- like Irrational. irrationally upset about a <laughs> fucking sliding power door. It happens. It's fine. I, I was talking to Clayton Fitzpatrick, and I made a comment. I was like, "That's one thing I won't miss about the podcast is constantly putting myself out there because that's so against my personality." Yeah. He's like, "You know what? I never thought of it that way." He's like, "I you you talk about things and I relate to them." I was like, "Yeah, that's literally me." 
putting all of yeah. my shit for everyone to see. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I get I still to this day, episode three oh one, still get anxiety about it. But I think it's good that we do that. I do. So the other people I see I see the good in it. Right, yeah. I mean I don't think people put us on some sort of expert pedestal to oh, begin God, with. No, but God, like no. it's good to know that they're not the only ones struggling. Yes. Yeah. When I And if we just talked about all the successes the sunshine and daisies, then this show would be a lot shorter. And no one would care. It'd be a lot shorter. Wouldn't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, so So yes, um Max Track Time is doing a uh, test day the Thursday of January nineteen, I think. I don't have I don't have a calendar in front of me. I don't care. Right, but that means that the WRL race at NOLA is January twenty to twenty two. Oh yeah, logical deduction because, says. Yep. So that that should yeah. be that'll okay. Be, yep, that's that. So my assumption is that 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 event's even sooner this year. Damn it, Robbie. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep, nineteenth is a Thursday. Yep. Okay, that I did remember correctly. Got to take my recyclables out that day. I'll be in New Orleans apparently. So, it's, it's, it's on my calendar for that day. Because we, we, we kind of talked like, what what events do we? If we skip events, what one are we skipping? We're like, well, we could skip Nola because it's so early in the year and so far, and but that's the best food of the year. So oh, we get to, we get to go eat at Katie's, and then we also get to go eat at that other restaurant and. Well, we can't really skip Nola now, can we? Waffle House? No, that's Atlanta. When when Booney goes out and does that while I'm sleeping in the hotel, well, but we could do it without him. I did in Kansas City. Noise. Um. So yeah. So put the starter back in. Yeah. Prime the engine. No problem whatsoever. Put it all back together. Uh, we're waiting. Fuel filters came in today, so that'll be put together by the time this comes out. Everything will be back together. Uh, actually, by the time this comes out, this should be loaded in the trailer. Um, ready to go. Yeah, because it basically needs to be on its way by the time this show comes out. Yeah, uh, they're leaving Tuesday. I fly out Thursday. Uh, I learned that it isn't just the Allegiant flight to Las Vegas that's so cheap on Thursdays. It's all of them. <laughs> it's fucking all of them. If you live in Des Moines. I feel like I need to take it more advantage of this. If you live in Des Moines, Allegiant does like round trips Thursday to Sunday everywhere. It's just like, I want to go to Sarasota this weekend. That'll be fifty dollars. No one ever. <laughs> Everyone goes to Sarasota. It's right by. It's right by Tampa. But the problem with Sebring, every every airport's two hours away. Right. You got Orlando, about two hours away. You got Tampa, about two hours away. You got Sarasota, which I can't believe is the cheapest one, about two hours away. And then you also have. Uh, is it a direct flight? No, it can't be. It is. What? Des Moines to Sarasota is a direct flight. That's a flight. direct it's flight. It's a two and a half hour flight. That's insane that that's a direct <laughs> flight. For $50. They do it every Thursday. $50. And then Get they, out of here. And then they fly. It's so dumb. The worst part is, though, they fly back Sunday at like two o'clock. It'll cost you that much to park your car. Yes. Is it $50 back if you did it? Uh, I think it was a little more expensive. I think it was like a hundred. Ah, they get it would have been. That's how they get you, it Robbie. Been so cheap. That's how they get you. And I knew it existed because I kept trying to bundle it for round trips. Like I had to do it one way. So I'm, man, that makes buying a car in a nice part of this country so much more affordable. A lot more reasonable now. Yep. I feel way less stupid about because we because we we talked about like buying a car and cannonballing at home. That that too, but like how cheap it was to fly to Vegas on Thursday if you come back on Sunday, taking the Allegiant flights. 
It wasn't that cheap. It wasn't fifty fucking. It, it, was, it wasn't cheap. fifty. It still it was cost like us like a hundred. No, I think it cost us almost four hundred round trip. No, it was way less than that, dude. I don't think it was. It was. I don't know because it's Allegiant. That. They don't have any four hundred dollar flights. Round trip. No, I'm pretty sure it was way less than that. Allegiant, Allegiant still sends me emails to this day, <laughs> and like you'll you'll I'll see. I don't. I've never opened one of them. Yep. But I I leave them in there because at someday I'm gonna start traveling. Sure. Oh, uh-huh, that'll happen. But they're like, flight starting at $29. Yeah. Like, they're real. What? <laughs> but the, is I, that a 50-50 chance you make it? You can, There's no carry-ons whatsoever. Like, no, I, I mean like, or the plane goes down. Oh, they have to cut costs somewhere. Being as I work in overhaul, <laughs> I'm, I can tell you that you need to cut costs somewhere to have a $50 plane ticket. Yeah. Just, so we're, just so we're perfectly clear on how this works. Yeah. I'm sure that's only the best pilots. The best pilots, the best maintenance, the best product, for sure. Legion Airlines. <laughs> but still, they can't, it can't be that bad, because it's no. pretty heavily government- It's super regulated. Regulated. Oh, God, yeah. And like, if they were falling out of the sky- They're not. And killing people all the time, right. they wouldn't be a business. Yeah, just so we're clear, the track record for flights is like a s- unbelievably good. Yeah. Like, 99%- isn't good enough. Right. It's it's so much better than that. Right. It's the safest way to travel. For real. Statistically. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Doesn't make me feel any better. No, I'm just... You are much more likely to die in the car going to the airport than you are in the actual flight. Right. <clears throat> but the worst part was I couldn't get an Allegiant flight back. <sighs> uh, so I had to fly through... So I had to... But I want, what I wanted to do was I wanted to fly in Thursday, get the cheapest rental car I could find. Yeah, which, which I which I get. Which I did. Um, drive. I'll drive to Seabrook. So, are you excited to drive a Mitsubishi Mirage? That's basically what I'm getting. Yeah. Yep. It'll be a Versa or a Mirage I, or. Yep. I tried to. I similar. Yeah. I tried to find like an Aveo. Yeah. There was there was a Prius on Turo that was almost as cheap, but uh, one of these rentals car sites yeah, at, at the airport was. Cheap. I don't know if Turo's this way, but like because uh, Dusty and I looked into Outdoorsy. Oh. Uh, for Heartland, yep. thinking maybe we could split it and have a camper. And it's just like Airbnb where like, oh, it's $100 a night. And then you get a bill for $1,000 for three nights. Yep. Yeah. So it was. And I don't know if Turo's that way or not. Yeah. So the car was like $30 a day. Right. With a $120 delivery fee to the airport where the car is already fucking sitting. Right. Um, And then a bunch of other fees. Right. So it was like well into the 300s. Right. For the $30 a right. day. Um, That's how they get you. Yep. So it, it was cheaper to go with one of the rental places that was at the airport with, with whatever the economy car was because I, I don't want to spend any money. Right. Because I'm just going to drive to the track and that's it. Yeah. So my plan was to get Maybe that. Maybe run to the store and buy another fire bottle. You never know. Exactly. Um, so I'll drive to Sebring, stay at the track, and my plan was to find the red eye so that once we're done on Sunday, we'll do... Or you know, help everybody get ready to take off. Uh, the GTU group, like with Stratus Racing, and like anyone that's there that's racing in GTU, they're doing like a, I don't know, not like a mixer, but like you know, everyone's doing like a like a catered dinner thing or whatever. Right. So I'll probably stick around for that, and then my my hope was to just drive back to the airport, hop on a red eye. They don't exist. Not like nothing that would get me to Des Moines. Did you look at the other airports, or do you have to return? I got to return it back at, at Sarasota. That sucks. Um, so the best I could do was a 6 a.m. flight 
maybe it was 7 a.m. One, one of the two uh, through Atlanta, uh, through Delta. So was, that's that was a two hundred dollar ticket. So. Ouch! And I have to get a hotel in Sarasota. Well, you could stay the, at the track and just get up early. Don't get up that early? Are you crazy? I'm giving you options here. Nah, are we budget minded or not? No, we're, we're splurging on my fifty dollar flight. <laughs> You're going to spend twice as much on a one hotel night as you did for on your trip, on your flight there. Yep. Easily. Oh, yeah, for sure. By mistake, you'll spend twice as much. I, uh, the cheapest hotel in Sarasota is probably 100 bucks a night. Yes, that's what I got. It's at the Sleep Inn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'll be, uh, that's, yeah. So, they'll be leaving Tuesday because it's a long damn drive to Sebring. I'll be flying out Thursday. Probably still beating him to the track. Um, Jesus Christ. So is it practice Friday, race Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, pra- practice and qualifying is Friday. So like, because WRL does a, a, like a non, like give all day to qualify. Yeah. So they yeah, do, yeah. every other session is HPD practice qualifying, right. or whatever you want to call it. So if you have all day to set your lap time with whatever driver you want. So um, you could buy the extra track time and then you literally just have all day. So when they start a race. Yep. Uh, do you start in class or yes. do you start in overall time? No. Do they grid it like GLTC or time attack? Uh, both technically. So, so they do two pace cars. The first pace car paces the GTO cars because that's usually the biggest class and the fastest. So those guys will, or gals will be out first. Um, that's the, GTO is the biggest class. Yes, that's crazy. Because you can sell rental seats to like ten thousand a pop, man. Oh. It's crazy. So yeah, so GTO. Good God, is usually the biggest class. Okay, so that has their own set of pace cars, and they're the fastest. So they bring them out first. So I'll we'll say like, there's forty cars right there, and then they're faster than you guys. Yeah, they dialed the GT the this NPO ones back. Oh, that's right. They, they neutered them. That's right. Um. So then. The second pace car leads the GTU cars, which is the NPO ones, and then the GTP cars, which would be like the production cars, all the way one, two, and three. Yeah. Three, two, one, whatever. So it's, it's just GP, isn't it? GP1? I think it's GP1, GP two? two, and three. I yes. don't think it's GTP. Did I say GTP? I think it's just GP. It's just GP. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to say T. Okay. So then, yeah, the GTU cars lead the, that pack. And then that's just how we start the race. So, so you and those are those are all based on times. In those two, in the, but within the class, within the class, not overall. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the prob- realistically, most of the GTU cars will probably be faster than at least half of the GTO cars. Okay. See, that's what I was asking. Like, do they do they grid you by overall pace on your practice or up from your qualifying session or do they grid you by overall pace in your class in your class That's so yeah lame. so so in all reality if a gtu car wins overall they actually had to do it harder than any gto car because they had to go through all well, of the listen G- to mr high horse over here i'm just saying if it- we took the hard road stratus racing took the hard road <laughs> it wasn't us classic ted tense podcast yep yeah, we we couldn't take the easier route. We took the hardest way possible yeah. to to achieve whatever it was we were trying to achieve. <laughs> yeah, it was twice as hard and twice as expensive. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, I, I know the NPL ones aren't cheap, but I don't know about twice as expensive. It's not twice as expensive as some of those GTO cars. No. It's, Unreal. It's not an Aston Martin race car. Or a GT3 cup car, whatever the hell right. they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, IMSA light. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not even IMSA light. It's just IMSA. It's IMSA Enduro. It's, like, it's IMSA 10 years ago. It's IMSA Enduro. Yep. Yeah, I think they do some endurance racing, I guess. But that's what IMSA does, Adam. I thought they did mostly sprint racing. No, they do not. Oh, okay. I think their shortest race is like two hours. Oh, I don't pay attention to their stuff. It's the only thing to pay attention to, Adam. I don't pay attention to anything that's like if pro level racing. If you are paying attention to racing, the only racing worth watching is IMSA. I literally don't pay attention to any pro racing. Formula One is the worst racing. Probably. The worst. It almost always the has abs- been. The absolute worst. Right. The less money there is in the in the series, the better the racing is. That's why GLTC is the best racing to watch. That's fair. And then IMSA, because it's just the craziest. Like The entire race of Petit Le Mans is more exciting than the best parts of Formula One. That's probably true. I had it on the whole day. I used to very closely follow the 24s. Yes, I still do. And some of the eights. Yes. I've always been way more interested in WEC. I don't follow that as closely. Because I love the LMP1 cars. I get Because that. I'm me. I understand. I'm, I'm super pumped about the hyper cars. They look awesome. Yup. They went the right direction. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to be good. Um, but I don't follow pro racing at all. Uh, I still follow Formula 1 more than I wanted to. I follow IndyCar. And then I don't. I actually don't have the time to like usually sit down and watch and IMSA enough to like. Tr- I really know don't everything. care about formula car racing. To me, just the, in general, like or like any formula car racing. Oh, I, I like it. way more into IndyCar. Uh, to me, the the pinnacle of motorsports today is LMP1, which is now LM. What D- are they? DPI. LM, DPI. Well, no, the new hybrid. What is that called? It's not DPI. Is over. Well, then it's hypercar. LMPH or yeah, LMPH. That's what they call it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the pinnacle of <laughs> yes. racing. I couldn't agree more. I don't. I don't like open wheel cars. Cars have fenders. That's fair. Even if they're prototypes, they have fenders. They have fenders. Cars have fenders. That's cool to me. Yep. Closed cockpit with fenders. Right. I'm with you. Yeah, obvi. Yeah. So obviously we're going to Sebring. Um, I have very, very mixed feelings about it. Right. I'm excited because it's Sebring. Right. It's like one of the most historical tracks in the country. But I'm not excited about it because it's Sebring. Because it's one of the worst tracks in the country. So, I was because I, I, anytime Ross Bentley has a virtual track walk, we buy it, we study it, or I sure as hell do. Um, it's like, I, Sebring is a three-hour virtual track walk. That's insane. And I take notes the entire time. I appear off an 11 by 17 track map, and I write what? down my notes. Robbie, I, that's I am, insane. I am as prepared as I possibly can be. Dude, I couldn't... I can't fathom... I did... The worst part... Watching that. That's got to be so... And I love Ross Bentley. Don't get me wrong, but that's got to be so... It's not. Snooze. It's not, because I'm, I'm I'm preparing for the race. Like, it's... Everything that's in there is vital. I guess, It's It's wow, so important. That's crazy to It's me. like... At, at this point in the track, don't drop your wheel off, because you'll fucking regret it. Okay, noted. Don't do that. Stay away. I just turn you. Here's your turning point. Look here. It's uh, super, super helpful. And like, so I got all like, and then I'm writing it down so I remember it better. It's like I have a track map written down. Then I'll I'll study it. So, 
Um, but yeah, so it's a three-hour video, but of course I pause it to write down notes, so it's like a five-hour video, really. That's crazy, Robbie. <laughs> so, Is that one session? Or do you... That's one track. No, but do you break that up, or do you, oh, do you sit down for five hours? No, no I don't have to. I, I, I break it up. I don't have time to do it in five. I usually, like, today I came home from work and I did an hour and a half of it. That's crazy. So, yeah. I'll, I'll have it wrapped up here probably tomorrow. That's insane. Yeah. You're a crazy human being. No, the worst part was I did that for Road America, and I didn't get to drive on track for even a minute. <laughs> I studied for hours, dude. Hours. And I, I had hours of but, sim time. But think about how much better you'll be next year with the 350Z there. No, I'll be good. When we get to go back. Yeah, fuck yeah. On the new Surface. On the new Surface. Where all the notes won't be relevant anymore because the Surface has changed. Most. Most of it will be relevant. It's not like Sebring where it will is it it's critical. Yeah, I think that that's of all I, the tracks where you need to probably do that. Sebring's pretty high on that list. Yeah, so like going through, I'll we'll say like going through turn one, and and so they're like right before the apex, there's a big bump, but you have to be flat, or you have to keep your foot in the throttle over that bump, right? Otherwise, you're gonna unsettle the car. So then you hit apex, and then you're full, on full throttle for that second bump that's right after the apex, and then as you're tracking out. You need to be on the right side of the track because when it switches from cement to asphalt on the left side of the track, it's a two-inch drop. That's why it's so freaking bumpy. But if you're on the right side of the track, it's more like a three-quarter-inch drop. So it's way less of a, of a unsettling of the car. That's so ridiculous. So it's just... And then what is it, like the last two corners that are the most bumpy? The, the first... From like... From all, like the last two it, through dude. one, all of it, the whole thing, the start to finish. Section. All yeah, all the whole thing, man, the whole thing. The, the asphalt's not as bad. Is yes, it? it is. The whole thing is it really? The that, whole thing is that bad? Because I thought like that big, that last long sweeper is the first, the, the worst. Turn one, I think, is worse than the whole front straight. Yeah, and the, and turn seventeen too. Should be doing that the whole time. So I bet that Stratus Racing will not be the, or you will not be. Significantly taller, higher off the ground than Stratus Racing this weekend. Probably not. So, so I, it's been a while since I've been in the sim. So I've been doing some. I've been getting back into it just to get a flow for the track. As, yeah, yeah. So then also, as I'm doing the track walk or virtual track walk notes, it's you know, I can I can see it before right. I even get there. Right. Um. So I jumped on the sim the other day for I don't know maybe less than an hour, and it's so bumpy that like the screens doing this, like just bouncing back up and down. I got fucking motion sickness. I've never had that happen in the sim. That's crazy. In never. The sim. Yep. I've never had it happen, but for whatever reason, just, I think it was a combination of not being in the sim for a while, as yeah. well as just the fact that it's, the whole screen's bouncing so right. much that it was, it, 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 I had to kind of like stop for a minute. <laughs> that's, it's it's nuts. wild. That's um, nuts. I don't know. I think it was Stratus that was saying that, for the entire course, like for the entire season, 60% of your wear and tear happens at Sebring. I'm telling you, man, it's not worth it. So it's, I'm excited, but I have reservations, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, when Ross Bentley introduces, like they do like a 15 minute introduction where they're talking about the track and like all the history and like why it's so great and like what they love about it. And then they're talking about, I can't think, I want to say it was like Rick something. They were talking about a, an insurance racer that had, that, had historically been like it was known for like during an eight hour race he got done it was like pissing blood 
Like that's not that's not a great advertisement for what I'm about to do. Can you imagine this being like your local HPDE track though? Yeah, like like my home track is Sebring, you know? That would suck. I pity those people. I see I I it's one of those things like I have reservations about it. It's probably like one of my favorite tracks. I can just I can just see it going that way. Or I'm gonna hate it. It's I feel like there's gonna be no middle ground. I'm either gonna love it or hate it. I don't know about hate. I don't think I'll hate it. I don't think there's any track you could just like outright hate. That's true. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a track. It's still a track, yeah. And you're still in like one of the craziest cars you'll ever get to drive in your entire life. <laughs> so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You're not wrong. I'm like, the number of people I know that have LMP3 cars is fucking mind blowing <laughs> to me. <laughs> I got to pursue this, Adam. I, no, I'm not. I'm I'm totally with you on that one, Robbie. I, I totally get it. So there was one at, at uh, Gingerman this weekend. Yeah, I, and, and Bill Bill uh, Bill Morton was there with his his Corvette. Oh, really? So he was texting he went me to Subi Speed. Yep, Subi. Expo or whatever it was called. So he was texting me the whole time while he was there, and he sent me a picture of an LMP3 car, and he said he'd talk to the guy. Yeah, and the guy said that he had owned. Some amazing cars. Like right, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, crazy stuff. Think of the best stuff you could buy. Right. Pr- production cars. Right. And he goes, and then I bought this. And had I known what it was like to drive this car, I would have never bought any of the other cars. <laughs> and I told him, I, I said, Bill, I didn't need to know that. That was a confirmation I didn't need to have. Yeah. So if anyone wants anything, it's all for sale. Everything's for sale. Uh, There's somebody in the... Twin Cities area, the Minneapolis St. Cloud area, that has an LMP3 car, and because he lives in Minneapolis, he doesn't have a whole lot of things to do with it. He takes it to autocrosses at DCTC. <laughs> That's amazing. That, that DCTC track is it's a, a training facility for law enforcement. Oh yeah, and so it's kind of like when we went to air quotes autocrossing at Marshalltown. Okay, they have different configurations, but it's a very similar style thing. That's, I mean, he races it there every time they do a DCTC event. He's out there with his LB3 car. That's wild. That'd be really hard. He had it. He had it at the last proving grounds. He ran it in the autocross. That'd be cool. With an LB3 car. That's wild. Which is hilarious. I commend him. Yeah. I don't know what he's running for tires. Like if he put a street tire on the factory wheel. Probably. Because I assume that's just a big single. It is. So like. I yeah, mean, cause, cause the wheels you have are probably the wheels you have. It's not like you hop on tire rack and buy a set of street tire wheels. I don't think so. Yeah, so like 9.4 Motorsports was at Autobahn with their LP3 car. It's like They're, They probably have a garage there. Yeah. The the Radical dealer in this area, Stradale, is there. That's, I know. That's yeah, their, I saw it. That's where they're building. That's their shop there. Yep. Because when I was getting that door, I walked right past it. We ever talked about that. How cool is that place? Super cool. Like, it's really nice. Like, really awesome. It's very nice. It's a really, yeah, just an awesome facility. Yeah, a really cool place. So I need to go back. Yeah, but, yeah. So uh, we got Sebring coming up. I'm, I'm again. I'm excited about it, but I have you know I have reasons where I'm less excited about it. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's just nerve wracking because you're still very much in the development phase of the car. Yep. And like this track is known for being really brutal. On trial by fire, Adam. even really well developed cars. Yep, Learn by doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna do it, go all in. I mean, sure, but at the same time, shit ain't free. 
Nope. But I'm excited. It'll be good. It'll be real good. Yeah. I don't want to be peeing blood, though. I prefer not to do that. I feel like that's probably not a thing that modern cars you'll have to deal with. Yes. Because the NPO one is so forgiving. Well, I bet you it has a much more forgiving suspension than than a 70s it was not a 70s driver. car. It was not a 70s driver. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but it was semi-recent. We'll be fine. That's fine. I'm sure you're in better physical shape than he was. Yes, because he's prob- probably a endurance, drinker. Yeah, endurance he's probably, probably fucking high as a kite on cocaine or some crazy ass shit. Who knows? That's the dream, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You know how much cheaper this would be if we were in a strippers and blow instead? Just yeah, just don't do a podcast. Just smuggle drugs across the border. No, no, no. We go to the same places we go to now. We just instead of going to the racetrack, we go to the strip clubs. That'd be so much cheaper. We could still do that, Adam. We could do both. It might even be cheaper for me, and I don't even fucking bring a car. Yeah, it would definitely be cheaper than driving cars for you for sure. For sure, sure. Cheaper. you'd have so much more money. Yeah. Yeah, that got brought up recently when Jess was talking about how much money I spent racing. <laughs> Did you did you follow it up with it'd be cheaper for me to do strippers and blow? Because I bet you that would have squashed the racing argument. Wasn't those exact words, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to know what I would be like if I didn't have the cards, man. I'm just saying. It'd be way worse. <laughs> there are more expensive hobbies. I'm not sure what they are, but there's definitely more expensive hobbies. Exactly. There's also definitely worse ones. Even if they're cheaper, they're worse. Way worse. Like strippers and blow. Yeah. I can still bring her along to that, too, I guess. Some girls are into that. <laughs> the right girls are into that. <laughs> um, oh, Robbie. But, yeah, so if you but if you fly with Allegiant and you do it for $50, you don't get to bring nothing. You get to bring, like, a uh, briefcase. Yeah. I, get to, yeah. I get a briefcase. Yeah, that's, that's the rough part. So everything it. has to be in Lori. I don't get to forget anything. Um... Other than that, I yeah, I obviously no podcast next week. I don't think, unless we can squeeze in real early in the week. No, probably not. All right. I just kind of want to find. I'm not going to find it fast enough, but I want to find an Allegiant email and see how cheap their <laughs> random thing they're advertising to. Yeah, if, if they have a flight to like some random destination. Oh, here we go. Fair starting at thirty three dollars. Yep, it's probably like Des Moines to Nashville or something. That's crazy. They even have a. Like a bonus program too. On yeah, top I, of that. So, but I think they do. I think they do that. Like, fly out Thursday, come back Sunday at like all their destinations is basically what I'm seeing. So, if you want to make like a long weekend or something, Allegiance got you covered. Oh, this thirty-three dollar flight is available from Provo, Utah to Las Vegas, Nevada. That's not a very far drive. That's lame. But I'm saying even even things out of Des Moines, though, man. I'm telling you. You have to pay an extra $15 if you make it through their call center. Huh? If you call them and 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 arrange your flight, there is a $15 per passenger per segment fee applies to all bookings made through the Allegiant call center. Oh, yeah. They have to pay a human to be there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do it online, you can save $15 a ticket. I'm not going to call and talk to somebody. No. I'll, God, no. We're millennials. I'd, we don't call. I'd pay $15 not to call the call center. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't do that, honestly. <laughs> Be better. Yeah. Another great place to spend your money. Apex Pro. ApexTrackCoach.com. 
Use the code 1010 to get uh, 10% off your order when you get the Gen 2 as well as the window mount. I have been using it all season. Uh, E-Man stole one from me. So it is stu- Gen 1 is stuck in Ohio. That um, poor, poor thing. What yeah. did it do to deserve such a fate? I don't know. He didn't even use it. He just like took it and then just put it in his trailer and left. Are you even surprised? No. Because he was all like, oh, I want to try this Apex Pro. I was like, yeah, man, you've been trying it for a year and a half. So he just took it. I mean, there's such a good value, you should just buy one. Right. And use our code. Right. Or if you want to just do it for free and use the Apex Pro app, it does, obviously it doesn't have quite the data, but it'll still show you all the same stuff. You can just use your phone. Just go to your like Android or iPhone right, right now. Just go to the store and be like, Apex Pro. It's a free app. It's the official motorsports app of the podcast. Of Ted Ted's podcast. Yeah, I couldn't be more serious about the fact that Apex Pro is the best value in data, and that also the support system from Andrew and the and the crew is top notch. So if you have any questions or anything, you can hit them up on Facebook, Instagram, or the uh, their website. Uh, they have a little chat thing. If you just go to their website and fill it out, and they'll help you. Oh, man. But yeah, but if you see us at any events, be sure to hit us up. I will. I would love to kind of walk through the the app and the the data with you. And if we are if we have them, and we can put it in your car, and then you can just try it. And see what you think. ApexTrackCoach.com. If I wanted to fly to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Thursday. Mind you, this is not with any planning ahead. It's $208 for two tickets. Two tickets? For two tickets. So it's $100 a piece. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Dude, Allegiant should sponsor this the show. Flight, the would... flight home, $188. For two people. For two people. Dude, why are we not doing this? Because we're racing stupid cars. Well, yeah. Well, you no. are. I, I just watch. You still go to the events. That's where all your vacation I just goes. Watch. Yeah, I know. That's the dumbest part about it. Because no, Jess wants to do something. She's like, we should do something. I'm like, well, we're going to fly somewhere with Allegiant, and we're going to do it for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Where else would you want to go in the United States? Let me look here. What do we got, Robbie? What do we got? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Can I go to Charlotte? Charlotte. Uh, is this in like alphabetical order? I don't know how this is. No, it's oh. not. Why wouldn't it be in alphabetical order? There is no, no, you can't fly to Charlotte. What about, uh, it's probably some like really random, like Kitty Hawk National Airport or something. In bowling, or uh, Greensboro or something stupid. <laughs> I have to go down to North Carolina to see my sister here soon. There's really not that many. Tampa Bay. Which, is, fun, which is funny that they have Tampa Bay Clearwater, and Sarasota. Sarasota. Orange County, Colorado. Or California, California. San Diego. Fort Myers, Florida. Portland, Oregon. They have four airports within an hour of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Port, Portland, Oregon. Phoenix. Palm Springs. Orlando. Orange County again. Florida. No. Los Angeles. Oh. Uh, New York City. Nope. Nashville. Nashville would be a fun weekend. Des Moines to Nashville is like a $40 ticket. That's a fun weekend, right? Yeah. Two travelers. Let's depart a little more reasonable time Thursday. Frame. Let's depart next Thursday. Oh, yeah. Give us a week to plan. Yeah. give us Make this a little bit cheaper than literally departing tomorrow. Returning on the 30th. Sunday. Sunday. Two seated travelers. $54. Oh, no flight. Oh, $124. For two people? 
Round trip? Oh, the flight there is sold out. So they don't oh. have a flight there. But the return trip is $124. For two people. I think it's for two people. It doesn't say whether... But it asked me how many people I was flying with. You said two. Well, let me change it to one and see if it gets any cheaper. It should be like $34. And maybe if you plan a little further ahead than a week, it might be cheaper. No, it's $124 still. Oh. Well, you can fly twice as far away for half the price. But that's because you planned out a little farther in advance. I bought them like Sunday. That's still two weeks out. <laughs> yep. This is only one week out. Oh, okay. So you can look at the map and it'll tell you. Yeah. Well, I figured there was probably a map. I'm trying to do it on my the phone. time grid or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't work very well on my phone either. Yeah. So that would be funny though. Yeah. No. Just like. I'll be honest. I was kind of like wasn't going to buy a ticket until we knew that engine was back together and working. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, I was looking. I was like, everything was going to be like $700. It didn't matter when I tried it, like a month ago or today. Yeah. It was like, everything was 700 until I started really looking at it. I was like, let's see if I can do this for less than that. Right. And you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad that you have to return the car to the same place. Because I'll bet you one of those other has a I, Sunday red eye. Yeah, I could have got Yeah. If you could have... Flown into Sarasota and then like out Left of, in Orlando or something. Yeah, yeah, out of Tampa or something like that. I yep. bet you could have done it. Yep. Oh, well. So I get to drive for a couple hours on Thursday and Sunday to see the beautiful Everglades, I guess. I don't know. Probably not that far south. Oh, think of all the animals I can identify in Florida on my app. I get to see, I get to see all, I, actually, I get to see all the hurricane damage. Yep. That'll be disheartening. Yeah, that'll kind of suck. Because I'm literally following the path. Yeah, it's I'll be, hard. Tra- I'll be driving from it's Sarasota really, to Sebring. Like, you know, I've only seen tornado stuff, but it's it's really hard. Well. Like, if you're a decent human being, seeing that stuff is hard sad. on you. Well, like, even NOLA, like New Orleans. Yeah. There's places still, that, ne- that still have never been rebuilt. It's right. It's pretty sad. Right. So, yeah. That'll be, it, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, for racing, though. Yeah, should be cool. Or it'll totally suck. Either way, I'll be open about it on the podcast. All right, fair enough. Catch you a couple weeks.